This is the Ministry Bits Podcast, Episode 4, recorded February 10th, 2014. Well, good morning, afternoon, or evening. You may delete as appropriate, as our wonderful friend Andy Anatko says. If you don't know Andy Anatko, you should find him on Twitter. Find him on Chicago Sun-Times. He's a, he's a cool guy. Talks a lot about technology. Writes about, a lot about technology. He's a cool guy. Um, welcome to the Ministry Bits podcast. We're uh, glad that you have joined us. We were glad last week to have um, Stephen Holt join us and uh, he did a very very good job in telling us about Squarespace. We're going to not uh we're not going to stop talking about Squarespace on this uh, on this podcast. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, Squarespace is a wonderful platform, I think. Uh, it's the best web platform, simplest web platform out there to build websites. You should check them out at squarespace.com um for more details. But anyway, we were glad to have him on last week and um it was a pleasure to be able to um, talk with him about that and talk with him about his, some of his favorite apps. So if you haven't listened to episode 003, go back and listen to that. Uh, you can subscribe in iTunes to our podcast here as we're going over some of the show notes here. You can subscribe in iTunes. Uh, just find us at Ministry Bits on iTunes. And you can uh, find this episode, this episode, not last episode, this episode's show notes at chadl.co slash mbits slash 004. Um, and then don't forget to check us out on Twitter at twitter.com slash ministrybits. So we thank you so much for tuning in today. We're going to talk a, a little bit today, just a relatively short conversation uh, on buying stuff, buying technology. Um, let me first start off by asking you a question. How do you, how do you buy technology? Um, what do you do? Do you walk into the store? Do you trust uh, what the guy says in the store, and that's the buy all end all, or do you? What do you do? Um, do you do internet research? Do you ask around? We're going to talk about all three of those things uh, this morning. So, how do you buy technology? Um, buying technology today, and let me just get get a get this philosophical um, thing out of the way, I guess. Buying technology today, and t- the today in this age, is probably the best time, the best, simplest time that you can uh, to buy technology. Um, any kind of tech that you're considering buying, you can literally check out one of 45 10-page reviews with a video and a unboxing and a you know, even iFixit tears apart the things and shows you what's inside of them. Uh, every minute detail about these gadgets and stuff that we buy and computers and equipment that we can buy for our churches and for ourselves, anywhere you look on the Internet, is a ve- there's going to be a review somewhere. Um, so what do you do? Uh, what, do you, um, what do you use to buy your technology? Um, it's amazing what we can look up the research. You can find out what is 
what these things are made out of. You can find out what kind of camera or what kind of lens or what kind of f-stop the camera has because this component was changed for this component and all this other stuff. You can find out all sorts of data on something that you're researching. And frankly, there's no excuse for getting the wrong product these days. Uh Granted, every now and then you're going to get the lemon, you're going to get the, the product that just breaks and doesn't really work like it's advertised or supposed to. And but, but truth be told, there's really no excuse for you to not get the best product at the best price uh, for what you want. You could literally buy, uh, there, there's no other time in our history where you can buy and purchase and get the best of something in a product category. You could literally, if you had enough money, you could literally get the best product in the world that is made at for, for that, like, let's just go with cameras. You could literally buy the best camera in a certain category from anywhere in the world if you had enough money. And that's amazing. Uh, 10, 15, 20 years ago, you couldn't do that. Uh, with places like Amazon and Price Grabber and all sorts of different things, you can actually check prices on dozens, if not hundreds, of websites at one time that carry that product. Uh, so there's really no excuse for you to get the best price and the best product that you can possibly get uh, for uh, that whatever you're looking for. Uh, I have three suggestions, three very, very short suggestions I'm going to talk to you about today about how you can buy better stuff, how you can buy better technology. And this goes for uh, stuff that you're buying for, like I did, I just finished researching, um, of, of all things, I finished researching uh, like clickers, and I call them clickers, the little um, remotes for forwarding and backward, doing going backwards on PowerPoint presentations on my computer. Because the new Retina MacBook Pro, as I found out, which is very, very annoying, does not have an infrared sensor on the front like the other MacBook Pro does. And I'm just very, very annoyed by that. Apple, if you're listening, I'm very annoyed by that because the slick, small, extremely thin, cool Apple remote that worked with my previous generation MacBook Pro that was made in 2010 doesn't work with my brand new Retina MacBook Pro that was made in 2013. So that is a source of contention. So I spent uh, the last week and a half researching the best clicker to get for a computer. Uh, I watched a guy make a presentation um, at lectureships, at Freed Harmon Lectureships last week, who had a, a run-of-the-mill walk-into-office depot, buy a $40, $50, $80 clicker, and it didn't want to work for him. And he was literally 10 feet from his computer. Uh, and it's one of those little USB dots. So I researched what was the best PowerPoint clicker, and that's probably a separate show. Um, I won't get into that very much, but I hopefully I found a very, very good one. And I used one or all three of these methods that we're going to talk about this, this morning, okay? It's not that complicated. This, this stuff should kind of be common sense, but at the same time, it's kind of not sometimes because we don't think about stuff like this. You know, anytime you're making a purchase, you want to save, even if it's only you're spending 40 or 50 bucks uh, on a clicker, you want to save the church that you're working for. Maybe your church doesn't have a big budget. Maybe you, and maybe this is a product for you personally, and maybe you don't have a big budget. 
Uh, maybe you, obviously, we don't have a big budget. So you look at these different things and you want to get the maximum, the best product you can for as cheap a price as you can. And with the, a lot of research ways that we can do with the internet these days, you can do that. So number one, number one, find people, and this is important, find people who have used the same things that you're interested in. Like if you're, if you're looking for something, um, if you're looking for something and saying, man, I really want to be able to preach from my iPad and be able to control my iPad, um, control my PowerPoint presentation in the pulpit from my iPad. Well, talk to other people who have done that. It's that simple. Uh, find someone that you know that is doing that, that is using an Apple TV connected to a projector, connected to whatever. Find someone who has done that and do it. Russell Wyatt, um, down in, in Alabama, he has done that. He was one of the first guys that I knew that used an Apple TV to do that. And I found out that Graymere Church Christ in Columbia is using all sorts of Apple. They literally bought dozens of Apple TVs and hooked them up to their projectors so that you could use wirelessly and present from an iPad or from an, a MacBook. It's that simple. How did they do that? Well, you go and ask them. You give them a call, you send them an email, talk to them. Chris Webb at Gray Mirror probably would be more than happy to connect you with the technology guy there at Gray Mirror, and he could tell you all about it. So find the people who are using the stuff that you're looking at and, and learn from them. Uh, we all know that tech person in our life. Uh, we all know that that tech person that we kind of go to, whether it's in our congregation, whether it's in our minister's group, whether it's in uh, the local area, whatever. We all know that guy. And sometimes that guy is wrong. Sometimes that guy is right about different tech stuff. Um, people's opinions can differ greatly based upon what they use. For example, uh, I'm a Mac guy. You probably don't want to come to me. Uh, if you're going to ask me a question, you probably don't want to come to me and ask me a PC question. Uh, I haven't used a PC in 12 years. Uh, so... It's probably not a good idea. I'm using a PC right now, and I've, I've used PCs very, very sparsely, but not very much. If you want to know about uh, a Chromebook, <laughs> if you want to know about a Chromebook, then you need to ask somebody who owns a Chromebook or ask someone that you know is using a Chromebook regularly. We'll talk about that later as well. Um, but people's opinions can differ greatly. If, you don't need to go to a Mac person and ask them a PC question or vice versa. Uh, you don't need to go to an Android person and ask them a, a, an iPhone or iPod Touch question or uh, uh, inquiry or something like that. You, you just don't need to do that. So play to people's strengths. You know what people use. You know what people's strengths are. And hopefully with this podcast uh, here in the next few episodes, we're going to have some experts, at least I view them as experts, on the certain things that we're going to talk to them about. So uh, really find the people who have used the same things that you're interested in and learn from them. Uh, if someone has something that works great for, for that task that you want to accomplish, uh, then ask them about it. Um, the power of the group, uh, I think we underestimate it all the time. Uh, the power of the group. I sat, in, a, um, I sat in, a, in lectures last week, and I was amazed at some of the things that I had just not heard about. Uh, there was a guy that had an app, and he said, I created an app with this with this website, and, and I was able to submit it, blah, 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 and we have an app for our church now. And I had never heard of this product. It was Conduit Mobile, by the way, and I'm working with it now, and it's actually really, really great. But 
I had never heard of that before. I'm like super tech, super guy here, you know, and I, I know I'm so nerdy. I pay attention to all this stuff. And I didn't know about that. Never heard of it. Turns out it's a great uh, app builder and we'll, we'll probably have it featured in an upcoming episode. But um, th- that's just, it's the power of the group is amazing. So I would not underestimate uh, the power of the group. The, the second thing that I want you to, to do is the internet for what it was supposed to be used for research. Okay, use, do internet research from multiple sources, multiple sources. Um, do not bet on one review from one web website and write and say, that's it. That's the product I need to get. Don't, don't do that. That's not a good idea. Just like anything else that you're researching, you need to have multiple resources. You need to have multiple points of view from people that have used uh, that product or that service or anything like that, that you're trying to check out at this point. I've got a couple of links here and these will all be on our show notes at uh, chatl.co slash mbits slash zero zero four. You can check those out. Uh, CNET.com. I'm, I'm sure if you've checked out any any kind of gadget or anything like that, CNET is is really good. You can find that at reviews.cnet.com, and that's C-N-E-T.com. And they have great objective um, reviews of a lot of different products, uh, cameras, phones, uh, tablets, all sorts of different things. They review them. Most of the time, they'll have a video with it as well, a short five-minute video explaining features and tell, showing you about the different ports and different stuff on it. Excellent, excellent website, and I've come to trust them um, in their reviews. The next two are, are kind of a little bit different because they will have, um, I don't want to say they have a bias view of, of, a biased view of different things, but they'll have... Uh, they'll lean one way or another. They'll they'll compare it to products that maybe it shouldn't be compared to, whatever. But you'll have to look at that just like you would look at a news story, whether it's liberal or conservative or any of that kind of thing. That That's kind of the thing you have to do with the gadgets as well. It's kind of weird, but you have to do it with gadgets as well. Uh, this is TheVerge.com uh, and um, Engadget. Uh, you can find uh, those at TheVerge.com slash reviews and uh, Engadget.com slash latest dash reviews. Uh, Engadget is spelled N-E-N-G-A-D-G-E-T. And then The Verge is obviously just T-H-E-V-E-R-G-E, and that's TheVerge.com. And they're really, really great um, as far as the review, putting out reviews in a timely manner. Uh, usually they will put out a product review if it's something for something big like an iPhone or an iPad or something, a new one that's come out. They'll usually, as far as the press goes, Apple allows them to post it uh, one, two, three days before the actual product comes out so you can read those reviews. It's really, really great. Um, One of my favorites, in fact, this has become my favorite, is uh, MKBHD. This guy is just a single guy by himself, no no company, no big website or anything, and he does YouTube videos uh, mostly on phones. He's done some computers, uh, mostly Macs. But he does mostly phones. So if you're looking at any kind of type of Android phone, any type of high-quality Android phone or iPhones, he's done reviews on all of those, and he does really great jobs. They're not, they're not, they're professional-grade videos. He's a college student in New Jersey, and uh, he's really good. His name is Marcus Brownlee, but he goes by MKBHD, and uh, you can find that at mkbhd.tv, and that will link to his YouTube channel which is absolutely excellent. If you're looking for a phone, if you're looking for a device, 
uh, or a tablet or anything like that, check him out. He's probably got a video on it. Uh, the last one is Pocket Lint. Pocket Lint is pretty good with product reviews. Uh, sometimes they've been hit or miss on some different things for me. I'll just be honest. Uh, you can find them at pocket-lint.com. They're really good. So number two, that was do internet research. Finally, number three this uh, today, see it in action. Go find it in a store. Uh, look for it on a video. Uh, use it through experience. Borrow the device from a friend or a relative or a fellow minister, something, or use it or put it in your hands somehow. Um do not, and this is talking about going to in-store, uh, and I don't want to harp on this too much. I've, I've had a lot, I don't know if, it, if it's just been me or if, it's, if this is everybody, but I've had a lot of in-store bad experiences, um, mainly with Best Buy. And I, I don't want to completely rag on Best Buy. They're making great strides to try to educate their customer service representatives a lot better these days. But for the most part, it's been pretty pitiful. Uh, for example, I won't tell you the name of the guy. I won't tell you the name of the customer service representative. But I sat there looking at Chromebooks, and a guy was talking to a Best Buy customer service representative. And I heard the Best Buy customer service representative tell him that Chromebooks were the same as any other computer. Now... If you know about Chromebooks, you know that is not true at all. And I was a, I, w I was just amazed that I was first. I was amazed that I was hearing it, and next I was appalled that he would actually tell such a, such a big lie, basically. But I don't know if that was from his inexperience or in or what, what is it un uneducation in education, who knows, uh, lack of education about that product. But Chromebooks are not regular computers. Uh, they're browsers, and they're granted. They're great devices. If, if a Chromebook is your thing, and if Google services are your thing, then Chromebooks for you. They're cheap. They're they're well designed. They're not bad, but a Chromebook is not a regular computer. And you know, I I basically that's one of the few times that I've actually interjected into a conversation and said, "I'm sorry, but you're you're wrong about that." So. Uh, do not trust, and I've had this happen to me as well. They're telling me false things as well that I've either at the time known to be untrue or later found out to be untrue. Uh, do not trust customer service representatives from the stores. Okay, Best Buy and places like Electronic Express or Radio Shack, they're going to know a tad bit more about stuff than uh, Target or Walmart or even Staples or Office Depot would know. But I would really take their recommendations with a grain of salt. Now, when you're talking about like a, a, a laptop stand or like something that doesn't really, is not electronic, doesn't really do a whole lot, you know, trust them, you know, with a grain of salt. But do not trust um, those, those CSRs in those stores. I, I just cannot underestimate that enough. Now, Apple stores, in my opinion, are different. Not actually in my opinion. In fact, they're different. Uh, they spend six weeks in training, uh, training to know just about Apple products. So Apple store representatives are going to be a lot more knowledgeable. I would trust them mostly, but at the same time, I would say you need to not fully trust what they say all times as well. I've had Apple representatives tell me things that aren't necessarily true as well. So um, I wouldn't make a major purchase on anything 
without putting it in my hands, uh, without touching it, without, without uh, going through the operating system, seeing what it's actually like, without watching plenty of videos about it. I wouldn't do that. So I would see it in action. So that's one, two, three right there. One is find a person who has used that thing and learn from them. Number two is do your internet research. Do your research, period, whether that's uh, on the internet or not. Do your research, period. Uh, talk to people. Uh, gain experience from the people that have used those items and those gadgets, whatever. Number three is see it in action uh, in a store, on a video, through different experience. Uh, see it in action. So this right here, buying tech, there is no one solution. Uh, there's no do it this way and you'll for sure have the best technology that you can get for your, your buck. And that there's no one solution. There's just, there's many answers and there's many solutions to this. So, uh, just beware, especially walking into stores because those guys sometimes work off a commission and those guys are there to sell you that product, whether it's going to meet your needs or not. Uh, so be, beware of that. Um, be cognizant of that. Uh, let's have a prayer before we end. I want to actually change the format a little bit and I want to have a prayer for us because I kind of ended the podcast and say thank you for joining us and stuff like that. But I kind of want to have a prayer because this is something if we're working in the kingdom, if we're using technology to improve uh, our teaching and preaching and all these other different things, then we need to be praying about that. So we're going to pray right quick and then we're going to end the podcast today. Thank you so much for joining us. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day that you've blessed us with. Uh, thank you so much for allowing us to be the ministers that we are and the, the youth ministers and the staff members at the churches that we work with. Thank you for putting us in those positions. And Lord, help us to use these tools and these this technology uh, to better and further your kingdom. Uh, help us to teach more effectively with this technology. Help us to not get carried away uh, with this technology. Help us to uh, do what we can to make your kingdom shine brighter, your light shine brighter uh, throughout our communities uh, throughout the world, Lord. Thank you so much for the abilities that we have. Thank you so much for the knowledge that we have. And Lord, thank you so much, most of all, for Jesus. Uh, for with him, we wouldn't have any uh, saving power at all, Lord. Thank you so much uh, that you have given us to him. Thank you so much for everything. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. We thank you for joining us on the podcast today. And you can find these episode show notes at chadl.co slash mbits slash 004. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash ministry bits. And uh, we thank you so much for joining us today. Go have a blessed day and go use technology for the betterment of the kingdom. Thank you.